In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Men in the Arena podcast, where we interview specialists in the realm of manhood. Each of our guests is an expert in their chosen field or cause as it relates to men. Our conviction is for you to become your best by calling you in to the arena of manhood, calling you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and calling you up to your absolute best version of you. Because when you get it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we We salute salute you. We thank you today for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos. I'm here with our producer and co-host, a good friend, Dale Culver. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. You got a man law for me today? I do. As a man, you learn when to release things that you can no longer control. Talk to me. Well, I just think like uh, one one of those things is like when you're raising your kids and they get to a certain age, you... You can influence, but you no longer are in control of what they can and can't do. Um, there's sometimes things in your life that you battle and uh, you or you want to fight against, but you, at some point you got to realize, I am not going to be able to make a difference in this, and I need to choose my battles, and it's time to release that thing. Well, I think even uh, going back in our history, we need to think about what are the things or who are the people that have wounded us, who have hurt us, that have hindered us from becoming our best version. And we need to release those things. That person may be dead. That person may not be in your life anymore. But we need to we need to not only forgive them, but I would say you need to verbally forgive them. Like verbally, audibly forgive them and 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 get release from the bondage that you're carrying around with them. You know, we want to travel light and when we are not released from those burdens or the guilt we feel from a child who went wayward, it hindered us in becoming our best version. I think right. that's a really good man law today. We need to release uh, those people in our lives that have uh, hindered us or hurt us or wounded us. Uh, to walk in bitterness and resentment is no way to live life. Mm-hmm. It, definitely not as your best version. So... Uh, Hey, I want to get into the meat of this podcast, and uh, I want to address this Gillette uh, razor commercial and toxic masculinity. Uh, I've heard a lot of buzz on social media, so I went and I looked at the commercial several times, and uh, I've got my thoughts, and so I just want to share my thoughts with you, and you can take it or leave it. So this is uh, more of a just kind of thoughts about this commercial more than an actual equipping you, uh, but I thought it was something we have to address. And so overall, let me tell you this. I like their message. I believe the message that men should protect the weak and powerless to respect women and raise their children uh, in the right way. I think that's the message that we here at the Men in the Arena podcast and men in the arena in general uh, believe in. We're all about uh, men doing these things. I think every man would agree with that overall message. And so I applaud them for taking the the bold step step to put this commercial together. But I do want to add a question. 
first of all, Gillette, you are a razor blade company. So my question is, why would a razor blade company feel the need to address this issue that I called toxic masculinity. Why, why would we, I heard the me too, me too in there. I heard toxic masculinity. I think I heard misogyny in there. And so I heard the phrase over and over again, boys will be boys. And so let me stop and say this. Yes, they will be boys. Boys will be boys. Boys are, are different than girls. Mm. Yes, so that is, a, that is an underlying comment and principle that I adhere to. Boys and girls are different. Mm-hmm. So to say boys will be boys is absolutely right. They are they are induced with the hyperdrive of testosterone. They are different. You put boys in a room and you put girls in a room and they are different. They act different. They are different. Yes, boys will be boys. I want to say this also. This commercial, the inherent implication of this commercial is that bo- most men are misogynists which is a fancy word for woman hater. And I just want to say this. Most men are not misogynists. Most men are good men. They're different than males. Just, just like most women are not misandrists. We never hear the word misandrist. In fact, some of you, the first time you've ever heard the word was just now. A misandrist is a man hater. So I asked Gillette, was your commercial produced by misandrists about misogynists? It gets into a vicious cycle, doesn't it? Here's the other thing I want to talk about since we're at it. My wife shaves more of her body every day than I do. <laughs> I mean, this, this Gillette commercial assumes that their customers are men. My wife shaves every day, and she shaves uh, her armpits, her legs. She shaves all over the place. She doesn't shave her face. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but she shaves. So why are women neglected in this commercial? If I was a woman, I'd be upset. They're neglecting probably over half of their 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 customers. And also, uh, here's the other thing: this commercial also implies that men are the sexual aggressors, and I, that's just not true anymore. Women are aggressive. Uh, you know, it's not the same. You know, Gillette. I get it, Gillette. You're going to go back to your the origin of your company, and you're going to talk about what you thought was true 40 years ago, but it's not true today. And here's another thing I want to share with this Me Too movement: one out of seven men have been sexually harassed. So this Me Too movement is not only about women, it is about men. And and I want to address this uh, phrase that I hear uh, in our political circles, and I believe it is political, and the phrase is toxic masculinity. I use the phrase male versus man, or child versus man, or boy versus man, because I don't believe in toxic masculinity. In fact, I believe that toxic masculinity is an oxymoron. Those two words should never be used together by virtue of the definition of masculinity. Merriam-Webster's Dictionary defines masculinity as having qualities appropriate to or usually associated with a man. In the online dictionary, we read about masculinity that it is the qualities or attributes regarded as characteristics of men. Bullying is not a characteristic of a man. Misogyny is not a characteristic of a man. Sexually abusing or violating women is not a characteristic of a man. Leaving your children to go on some kind of childish escapade with other women is not a definition of a man or masculinity. Toxic masculinity is an oxymoron. It should not be used in the same sentence. Masculinity is a compliment. If I am a man, I am masculine. 
I will serve my wife deeply. I will love my kids ruthlessly. I will protect the weak relentlessly. I will guard and respect women tirelessly because I am a man. I will serve in my community. I am a man. I am masculine. So don't call my masculinity toxic. It is not. Masculinity is the goal of manhood. we got to be really careful not to allow these terms that are political in nature to come across and affect us as men. I am not toxic, but I am a man. If you are a male, you are not a man. You are a boy. You are a child. You may be a predator. You may be a bully. You may be a misogynist, you may be a racist, but you are not a man. And there are a lot of males out there masquerading as men and giving real men, masculine men, a bad rap. So this is my two cents on the Gillette commercial. I really refrain from using toxic masculinity, guys, and realize that we are, as men, under attack. Boys will be boys, but men act like men. A man is as a man does. Hey guys, you've been listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast, Equipping Men in 10. Hey guys, we've got some amazing resources to help you on your journey to become your best version. If you haven't done so, make sure you download our free Men in the Arena app. We have tons of resources that will help you in your journey. We have videos, we have life-changing links, we have teachings, we have my blog, great stuff out there. Also, join the Men in the Arena closed Facebook forum from for men where you will interact with men from all over the world. Literally, we right now to date have 85 nations represented in that forum. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Make sure you shave, boys. Grind it out and be a man. This is Dale Culver and you've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world on our closed Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. In our passion to help all arena men, we're offering an excellent free resource when you visit our homepage at meninthearena.org. Simply give us your email and we'll send you a free PDF version of Jim's book for men called The Field Guide, a bathroom book for men. It's a daily study of manly words in the Bible explained with great stories. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, thank you for joining men in the arena from around the world who are becoming their best version. And remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.